Welcome to the Geek Explorer Not On Topic Debrief. Uh, I'm Ben Robinson. And I'm John Williams, and uh, here we are doing our normal, uh, well, our, no, that is not the thing at all. We are not doing anything normal <laughs> in the slightest. Um, so if, uh, if you were listening last week, we had our off-topic debrief, and um, we filled you in on what we were going to get into. I went and had some eyeball surgery, and I've been kind of out of it for uh, for the last week, so we didn't do much preparation for a full show. Um, we toyed with uh, with doing a um, another mini episode, which is kind of what we're doing. Yeah, I like I kind of toyed with the effect, you know, just skipping a week because you've been laying on your face for a week. And, yeah. Uh, so it was like, well, do what do we really got here? But uh, then you said you wanted to cover some of the stuff coming out of DC Fandom. And because uh, I guess you've been lying on your face watching a bunch of it. <laughs> so, yeah, why not? you know, I, I actually got to get up and at least go out to Walmart and uh, and a couple little little places real quick yesterday. But yeah, Fandom just sort of popped uh, popped right in our face. And it's kind of funny because whenever we do our uh, our off topic debriefs, we've sort of been, you know, lamenting the fact that we have to do DC news. And it's like, oh, shit. Well, this is definitely going to be some uh, some dc news hopefully we can go next debrief without talking about dc at all though yeah yeah at least the next one because they they uh originally they were going to do fandom all yesterday it was going to be a 24-hour event with shit tons of stuff they changed the schedule i think it was earlier this week to uh split it into two different fandom days and the next one's going to be in like three weeks oh really yeah I have a feeling maybe they were just trying to put some shit together and they uh, they couldn't quite get it for for this, you know, so I don't know, because I, I know a lot of people were expecting some Henry Cavill Superman news to come out of this and that did not happen. I wonder if they like just they couldn't get him or something and like they wanted him there for it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Or if like the ink didn't dry and they're, they're you know, making a bunch of moves behind the scenes. Because there was this big, um, like untitled DC announcement chunk that in their original schedule that a lot of people were speculating was going to be a Cavill Superman announcement. Um, again, that, that was all just speculation. There was nothing actually pointing to that, except that it would have been the right place to do it in the right time. Um, but that disappeared when the schedule shifted. But what a lot of people are saying now is that that was probably the place where they were going to announce that Affleck, hey, here's news for people who haven't heard. Ben Affleck is coming back as Batman in the Flashpoint movie. Yeah, which I think had been speculated upon um, already. I think we kind of mentioned that it was possible that that was going to happen. Did we? I feel like I feel like it, com- it caught me completely off guard. I never in a million years expected that to happen. Like, I was more expecting them to bring Jeffrey Dean Morgan on as Thomas Wayne. Yeah. But uh, it, it, it's kind of weird. Like, I like Batfleck. Like, I'm, I'm happy that he's coming back. And I guess it's kind of consistent with what's going on. But, uh, like, they haven't even given uh, Pattinson a fucking his shake yet. Yeah. <laughs> so it seems kind of odd that, that, like, they'll be overlapping Batman. Well, yeah. And Michael Keaton's going to be in that movie, too. Yeah. So it's just, uh, like, seems like they're kind of like, yeah, you know, we, Pattinson, you were great. 
when we thought we couldn't get Ben Affleck back. But now that we can, <laughs> you just finish up your cute little movie and we'll fucking move on. Like, I, See, I, I don't know. I've, I've, got, I've got this whole theory cooked up in my head that... You know, because the, the Andy Muschietti was uh, was talking in in their flash panel about about um, Affleck coming back, and um, oh, I think he was saying in a different interview as well the the one where they made the announcement that Batman's going to have like a uh, substantial role in like the emotional core of the movie. So what what I think is, I mean, this is just my my personal fan theory, but at least we get to broadcast it so I can say whether or not I was right. I think Batman's just going to pop in in the beginning and the end. He's going to have a little relationship with Barry. Barry's going to do his little flashpoint time travel thing. And instead of it being Thomas Wayne, who's in the alternate universe, I think it's going to be Michael Keaton's Batman as the older Batman character. Then in the end, they get him back. And, you know, there's some emotional wrap up possibly with Affleck. But maybe when he goes back to um, to his corrected universe, Maybe that's where they'll set up that Affleck is no longer Batman. You know, that that could be their their swan song for the Affleck Batman. So you think you think Keaton will be Thomas Wayne Batman or like just alternate Bruce Wayne Batman? I think he's he's gonna be eighty nine Bruce Wayne Batman. Ah, so instead of doing the Thomas Wayne thing, just do like an alternate Batman? Yeah. I mean there there's also a lot of people that are that are saying that you know, the, the Matt Reeves, the Batman movie is going to be its own thing, that it's not going to cross over into the DC universe proper, which I'm perfectly all right with. You know, so yeah. if they wanted to if they wanted to keep their their Cavill, their Godot, their Ezra Miller, their Jason Momoa and all of their roles, then, you know, that it would save some confusion not bringing Pattinson into it. Yeah. Well, and and everything doesn't have to be a cinematic universe. You can have a yeah, it's true. one off movie. It's okay. And, and I guess Joker worked out pretty well from them. They're definitely not going to tie that into anything. Yeah. But it uh, it did well monetarily, which is what they really are concerned about more than anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, while, while we're talking about the Flash thing, they um, they showed some, uh, some uh, concept art of Flash's new suit. It was pretty heavily shadowed, but it's got some sweet little light lines running through it it's more sleek less power rangery looking yeah yeah it didn't look like it was armor at all it looked more like a jumpsuit yeah um and did you take a peek at that at that piece of concept art they have where it's ezra miller's flash with michael keaton's batman i i did um which is kind of cool i mean it wasn't much it was like you know like batman in the background with a little flash in the front but hey but you know it, it showed it showed the Michael Keaton Batman in a suit fighting next to the Flash, which I think points to the fact that, you know, even if he even if we don't have fucking 65 year old Michael Keaton doing flips and jump kicks and stuff, he's going to be suited up. That's what I that's what I wanted to see. I feared that that it would just be an old Bruce Wayne in a cave. I imagine it'll be a bit more comfortable suit. Like it'll probably call back to the original. I can't imagine that. uh 65 year old michael keaton wants to climb back in that big rubber piece of shit <laughs> Fuck no yeah he was not a fan of that from no. what i've seen in interviews unless they're paying him just a fuckload of money to do it i don't know maybe yeah i mean and, and costume technologies come quite a long way where they could they could do a faithful adaptation of that suit but do it a lot thinner and a lot more comfortable yeah um they could just cgi plus, the whole suit on him i mean that is 
entirely possible. <laughs> yeah, it's very possible looking at what they've been doing now. I'm kind of curious, too, if they if they would do the Marvel thing and de-age him for any of this. If oh, they wanted to have know. a flashback with the younger Batman. They've gotten better at that these days, for sure. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. But, you know, I'm kind of surprised that, that DC is sticking with Ezra Miller after that whole choking the lady out and chucking her to the ground thing. They're, they're just, boy, they just... Just ignoring it, pretending that never happened. Yeah, they didn't address that one bit. Like, I saw some clips of him from Fandom and didn't realize it was him at first because he kind of looks like a hobo. He's got, like, long hair and a big shaggy beard. Yeah. And his usual very eccentric at- attire. Yeah. 60s guru or some shit. <laughs> yeah, no shit. He, he, I bet he's got a hookah <laughs> sitting right off to the side. But I guess, um, you know, we're talking Batman. Uh, what'd you think of the Batman trailer? Oh, boy. All right. So to set this up, I, I can't I can't remember if we really talked about it much in the past. I feel like we did. I personally wasn't super impressed with what I'd seen so far with uh with stills of the uh of the bat suit and whatnot. Like it it I don't know. It it looked kind of clunky. The weird little dart things he has on his gauntlets like didn't make sense to me. It looked kind of tribal. I don't know. I I wasn't I didn't have uh super high hopes. Um and and I don't know Matt Reeves' filmography well enough to like I haven't seen enough of his movies to just go like oh yeah I'll I'll watch anything this guy does even though I know a lot of people talk like that but this trailer I wasn't expecting a trailer it blew my fucking mind oh nice I am so fucking in on this the Batman movie like I I can't even explain it apparently they've they've only shot like twenty five percent of the movie so far and they were able to cut that trailer oh no shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they had some some good shots there. I'm not entirely sure what's going on in the movie yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we definitely have the Riddler. Yeah. Seems like the Riddler, except is he like weird? Is the Riddler weird duct tape face guy? I I believe so. You know, and, and I think I think even though the, the they never did that in the comics, like I think it kind of makes sense for his character who is. Even though his name isn't going to be um, Edward Nigma, it's going to be Edward something. I can't remember. It was his original name in comic books, but then they changed it to Enigma later on. Yeah. Um, but for a character who is an Enigma, it makes sense that maybe you wouldn't be able to see his face. Maybe not running around in a, you know, spandex suit covered in question marks or like a green suit with a bowler. Yeah. And a domino Yeah, exactly. Mask. You know, and, and I heard some people making the comparison of, of this looking like like um Batman by way of David Fincher. And I like that comparison. You know, opening up with that with that duct tape face dead man with no more lies spelled in it and you know, you have I mean everything just looks so I hate using the word words dark and gritty, but I mean it, it looks it looks serious. We didn't get to hear Pattinson's Batman voice though, did we? Did oh he, yeah. Did he say something in there? Yeah, he spoke a few times. As but, Batman? But, yeah, oh, yeah, it it just kind of it kind of blends in. He definitely doesn't have like a bale growl. Yeah, the fucking gravel yeah. on his chest. Fucking Christian Bale went was a little over the top for me. Yeah, yeah, swear to me. Yeah, uh, and then I I thought I saw like he was fighting with some lady with like a fucking beanie on her head. Like, is that is that potentially Catwoman? That is Catwoman. Yeah, they had like one shot where it was like a silhouette from the back of her head, and it looked like 
like whatever hood she's wearing like did sort of a cat ear thing but it wasn't like a full-on catwoman suit but yeah that's zoe kravitz playing catwoman and um there is a quick shot in there that if if it wasn't pointed out to me i wouldn't have been able to tell there's there's a man in the rain it's the penguin he's got a receding hairline you know kind of jowly face and a pointy nose thing is that's colin farrell playing the penguin and it looks nothing like him at all no shit i have to go back and check that out oh dude it's so awesome when i watched the trailer again after after seeing a still shot of it i was like holy fuck like i i'm not i'm not certain i believe that that is colin farrell in there like that's that's how good the makeup is but there's no other reason why they would show that man, and there's no other reason why they would show a man that looks so much like the Penguin. Are they planning on having him as a, like a, a, a villain in it, or just kind of, he he exists? It's, you know, it's, what is his name? Fucking Chester Copperpot? Cop- That's something. from Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, Oswald Cobblepot. Cobblepot, that's what it is. Yeah, um, I'm not sure, because... They could be going the route of uh, the Batman Earth One graphic novel series, where he's like a um, like a mayoral candidate or something like. Oh, well, I guess that would also be the way of Batman Returns. But he's like a legitimate person. Yeah, it's like he's a businessman kind, of kind of doing his thing. Yeah, yeah, shady shit on the side, maybe or maybe not yet. Who knows? That's that's what I think. Yeah, I don't think he's going to take front and center because we've also got um, fucking. Carmine Falcone in this as well, played by John Turturro. Yeah, and you don't want to cram mm. too many villains into one thing, um, unless he just like handles one immediately, and then that's like, oh, good, Batman's a badass. But this is supposed to be like a almost like a year one or like a year two thing, right? Yeah, yeah, year two. So he's he's been around for a year, which I imagine seeing that uh, that Joker gang. I imagine it's going to be like in that first year he dealt with the Joker at some point, and Joker's in Arkham right now um because we had we had a fucking joker gang we and did, boy yeah. does he beat the shit out of that one guy yeah when i was watching it odin looked at me he's like did batman just kill that guy yeah <laughs> like, maybe man he fucking he like knocked him down and then once he was on the ground just took a few more shots at him you know and somebody pointed out that as as he keeps hitting the guy like throughout the that little sequence the uh the sounds get softer and more wet Ooh. <laughs> like, like he's breaking bones and tenderizing that shit well yeah when you, you see the face of like the other dudes they're just like oh fuck yeah <laughs> like oh maybe we shouldn't fuck with this guy well and that's the other thing they kind of seem like they didn't know who batman was because like, they're oh, like, yeah. like who the fuck's this guy and then he like beats the shit out of the dude and they're like this guy's fucking nuts yeah and he says oh yeah and he even says it right there i'm vengeance yeah so uh i i, I don't know uh i'm 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 fucking pumped though the suit looked so good in the little motion that we saw like i'm i'm in yeah it still looked a little like um you know put together you know like ran kind of cobbled together like like when he walked in like his boots look like just like regular like combat boots yeah that one shot of him walk the first shot of him walking into the crime scene or whatever overall it looked pretty cool yeah, and it was neat seeing Batman consulting cops at a crime scene, or consulting with cops at a crime scene. Like, he's not an urban legend to to everyone, you know? Like, he's there with Gordon, who, Jeffrey Wright, you know, he's got a mustache, looks good. I'm in. He's Gordon. Yeah, that's all you really need, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you can you can race swap all you want with with Jim Gordon, but that MFer better have a mustache. Yeah, <laughs> that was the, that was the problem with Ben McKenzie on Gotham. He never grew a mustache for that. That's so insane. He should have at least grown one for like the season finale. Be like, I'm, I'm thinking about growing a mustache or some exactly. shit. Exactly. <laughs> Something, man. Uh, I guess so. The other, the other, or not the other, because there was so much shit that came out of this. Like, I was shocked when I started putting together my list. Um, you want to jump over to Snyder Cut trailer? Sure, why not? That's kind of the other really big fucking one. Yeah, that's the big big. Um, so it it opens with fucking Dark Side. Yeah, he's looking all skinny and shirtless. Mm-hmm. Using a weapon because he doesn't have the Omega beams. Yeah, sexy young Dark Side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping if they have him later on that he's uh like properly armored and uh he's got his Omega beams and he's just a fucking you know, the bad motherfucker we know he is. Well, from what I understand, uh, in the initial movie, you know, they, they had Darkseid for the flashback, but then it was all Steppenwolf that they're fighting throughout the movie. And then in the end, you see like full on Darkseid through a boom tube and you may see him kill Steppenwolf. But like the Justice League didn't go up against Darkseid yeah. in, in any of the stuff they shot. So who knows? It'll be interesting if, if this thing does really well, you know, if they try to do anything more with it. but. That, that'll be a logistical nightmare, but you know, it was really cool seeing, seeing some of the footage that we saw from the original, uh, trailer from before all the, all the shit went down, you know, so you have, you have some of, uh, Ray Fisher's Victor Stone, uh, football game. Yeah. You've got a cut scene of the flash where he saves, uh, Iris from a, from like a car accident or something. Like I remember seeing some cool shot of him, like pushing through a glass window and seeing like a really cool shatter effect in like the original trailer. So it's, it's cool coming back to all of this stuff that got cut out of the, uh, the theatrical release. Um, you see Superman in his black suit. Yeah. They, and they rejiggered Stefan Wolf so that he looks, uh, better, I guess. Yeah. I mean, all spikety. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess he looks cooler. He looks like almost more like he's so covered in like stuff. He almost looks robotic. Which is kind of weird. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Kind of like the Destroyer in uh in the Thor movie. Yeah, just with more more spikeities. Um, and you had uh, you had Leonard Cohen uh <laughs> playing throughout the whole thing, which which gave it a weird somber uh, yeah. effect. It was an interesting musical choice. But Zack Snyder does love his Leonard Cohen. He's he's used him in a bunch of stuff. What it what it made me think of watching it was that I need before I watch the Snyder cut, I need to go back and watch the you know theatrical release again because i haven't seen it since it came out okay yeah it's like i want to be able to do a proper compare and contrast on it it's been a few years i've got it and you can watch it i think i think i'm going to try not to watch it from here on out because i've seen it i've seen it enough times to where i can put it on in the background and see with my mind's eye what's going on you know like if i'm working on something i'll just have it playing on my computer but i think i would rather not have the immediate like visual reference point like i'll go back and watch the the joss whedon one after the fact but um snyder did confirm in his panel that it's going to be a mini series it's going to be a four part uh hour each oh so it's fucking so, yeah it's gonna be a monster yeah and they're going to be looking into other uh distribution channels as well um because not all countries have hbo max so whether that's going to be a physical copy or just like a way to pay to download and watch. But I imagine it won't be available in countries that do have HBO Max. 
Probably not. But I mean, if they if they end up releasing it on a physical disc, I imagine I'm going to buy it. Yeah, I own the Joss Whedon one, so. And I imagine they will eventually. I mean, it, yeah. it'll be a while, but I imagine they will. Yeah, Mandalorian, if it's not out on disc, it will be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, Game of Thrones came out on, on that yep. shit, and that was all, you know, HBO's no, you know, they, all of their stuff goes to DVD eventually, because it's just uh, more money to be made. Yeah, why not? If the if the people who who uh, who want to watch it didn't watch it the first time because they didn't want to pay for HBO, then fuck it, they're, you know, they're not... They're, they only have stuff to gain by putting it out on disc, you know, because then everybody else who doesn't want to have HBO will pay that $20 to watch it. Well, and I, I would lay odds that most of the people that want to buy that on DVD are also the people who are excited to watch it on HBO Max. So, like, they're going to get the same people's money twice. They will get mine. Yeah. <laughs> so how much did, so did you watch a bunch of the panels and stuff? Because I just kind of skimmed through the news after it was all over because i had things going on during the day so i didn't like sit down and Ooh, watch the stuff live look at mr <laughs> important here doesn't have to stare at the ground for 50 minutes of every hour um no i i didn't watch a ton of it live but i was sort of like keeping up as things were coming out i i, I kind of just had my my headphones on while i was working at the drawing table because i can look down at it and I was just like clicking on all the videos as they came out because people were just putting it right up onto YouTube. Um, I did watch the Zack Snyder panel, which was kind of cringy because like, I mean, everything's or everything for the most part was pre-recorded for this. It wasn't like, like some like super live event, but like they were trying to set it up in the Zack Snyder panel. Like he was talking to the stars of justice league where he's like, Oh, we're going to pass it off to my pal, Ben Affleck. Who's got a question from a fan. <laughs> and, and then Ben Affleck's got this other pre-recorded thing. That's just like, Hey everybody. And welcome to DC fandom, the place where we say, thank you for being awesome. Fan. You know, just like this, a total setup for fandom. And then Zack Snyder's like, yeah, good one, Ben or some shit. Like it, it was oh, really, it was really cringy, but yeah, they just answered some questions. They showed the trailer, gave the announcement for that. The flash one was all right. They, they did, uh, they had, uh, Andy Muschietti and his, uh, producer partner, maybe sister. I don't know. They have the same last name. Um, they had the writer for the flash movie and then they had, uh, Ezra Miller on there as well. Um, and then I watched one for, uh, DC animation where they were going over the, uh, the man of tomorrow, uh, stuff, which I don't know. They didn't, they were just talking about the, the creation of it and like their, the inception of it and what they were going for, you know, branching out from the old, the old stuff and into this new stuff. I don't know. I mean, a lot of it was just sort of, sort of, okay, cool. You know, like it, I don't know. It, it I, I could have done without them. Yeah, the few clips I watched, they definitely don't seem like they have the, um, what's the right word? Like, n not legitimacy, but the uh, the same relevance or, I don't know, they just didn't seem the same as like an actual Comic-Con panel. Where like everyone's totally. sitting there on stage together and talking and it seemed a lot more forced. Yeah, and there there is the the choppiness of recording virtually kind of like we are right now, you know, like yeah. we know when we get in the booth together, the show comes out a lot better. It did suffer from that. It was, it was kind of stilted and yeah, a lot of it was just sort of like, of course we're here doing this thing. And like on a few panels, it seemed like there were people who didn't even really want to be there. 
So like, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. And I, I was, I was kind of taken aback by that. Especially since they barely have to be there. They're like probably in their fucking living room. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not even that much of an imposition. <laughs> yeah. But they're just like, Oh, what are you talking about? I'm stuck at home and I have to do this now. Ugh. But I, I do kind of want to go watch the wonder woman 84 panel. Cause that there, there was a lot going on there. There were a lot of people that, that were there for that. So that could be interesting. Um, they did release a new trailer for wonder woman 84. Yeah, I saw that. And I think I'm, like slightly less excited than I was from the first one. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I'm still excited. I still want to see it, but, uh, like I've wanted to see it for a long time now because it was supposed to be out in the theaters like a while ago. And, uh, and uh, did they announce what they're doing with it? Is it still just waiting for theaters to open? I do not know. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see the panel, but I imagine that is what it is. Cause I didn't hear anything about any sort of, release date or any promised yeah. release date or different difference in plan. So it's a bit hard to stay excited about something for a really long time. <laughs> and then in the trailer, like the, the cheetah, the cheetah, I'd say costume, but it's all CGI. So is that yeah. really a costume? I'm not sure what you call that effect. Yeah. Like what was Kristen Wiig actually wearing during those scenes? Yeah, like a green leotard probably. Or was she even there? Yeah, exactly. Was it someone else in a green leotard and they just put her face on it? I have no idea. But uh, I wasn't super impressed by it. And they were all, they were all at night, so you didn't get any like really good day shots. But it, it just didn't it didn't look that good. I don't know. See, I and I think they purposely did choose uh, shots where it was where things were happening really fast or it was vague and obscured because I don't think. You know, even though they they have to give you something to whet your appetite because we haven't seen anything and we, you know, like you were saying, you know, they they need to keep us excited about the movie. I I think they wanted to show us something without showing us everything so we could still be awestruck when we see it in the theaters. Or at least I could see that being their their yeah. mindset. But they got to get me in the theaters for that to happen. It's true. They've got to be done with it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like they've been done with it for a while. So, like, they have. I don't know. It just seems like they should have shown something a bit more impressive. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, these are uncertain times. I don't think anyone knows exactly what to do. I mean, the, the shots of Wonder Woman fucking swinging on her lasso, like hooking lightning and swinging through the sky, was pretty rad. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and to be honest, like, I mean, I really enjoyed the first one. I don't think it was quite as good as it was made out to be i think it had some problems that it that it really got got away with where other movies wouldn't but i enjoyed it so i i'm excited to see it but you know the these trailers aren't impressive or, or no sorry that's that's the wrong way to go about it there there's moments in these trailers that i really don't like the or that that scares me for the movie like there's that shot in both trailers where she's on like a oh no sorry it was only in the first one where she's on like those trucks going through the desert or some shit and one like upends and she's like flying through the air to like the other truck or something. I don't know. There's something about that shot where she looks, she looks weird. It just, it looks weird and wrong and strange and not dynamic. Some uncanny valley shit. Like you don't know what's wrong, but something's wrong. Yeah. She, she doesn't look like a person who is doing like, she looks like she's like, whoa, rather than just like, yeah, I'm charging to this truck. I don't know. It, it was a really weird choice, in in my opinion. And in this trailer, there was one um, that was sort of the same thing, where it's like her and Cheetah 
are like facing each other in the museum and just the way it's framed it looks really boring and and stiff and i i i don't know like i'm i'm worried that the that the first movie was a fluke and that this one is not going to be great yeah i could see that and that's and unfortunately that's not how i was feeling 3 months ago yeah <laughs> so well, the other thing that uh, that I was kind of disappointed by is uh, Hot Girl's fake wings. Hot Girl? It, it, is, That's Wonder Woman. Was it Wonder Woman? Why yeah. she got fucking metal wings? I don't know. For some reason, she puts on some gold armor suit that's got wings. Wow. Well, that's even more disappointing. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely no hawk person in that. Aww. But, you know, let's, uh, let's use that to segue to the uh, Black Adam teaser. Yes. It was like an so, animatic, <laughs> yeah. essentially. And we had a voiceover by Dwayne the Rock Johnson, um, you know, that promised to us that we'd be seeing Hawkman and Doctor Fate and Adam Smasher and what did they call her, Cyclone? Yes, I, I think that's what they called it. In in comic books, she was like the granddaughter of the original Red Tornado. Red Tornado had kids. Isn't he a robot? The original Red Tornado was like a woman who wore like a like a oh, what? pot on her head, and she did not have tornado powers at all. Well, that I okay, that's cool. I, <laughs> I did not I know am, that. I am not sure beyond <laughs> that. I, uh, I only know about her from from like you know random weird bits of DC lore, and then uh, when Jeff Johns did a revitalization of the uh, the Justice Society, I don't know, early two thousands probably, he included her in there. Her name was like. Ma Hunkle or something like that. Like it, it, it was almost like she was more of like a mascot, or maybe she also punched guys, but she did not have any superpowers. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I'm only yeah. familiar with like the robot Red Tornado. Yes, yeah, the good one. <laughs> I don't know, lady from the 40s with a pot on her head who smacks people with a spoon or something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why you call her Red Tornado, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm excited to see, uh, to see Hawkman and, uh, yeah. Dr. Fate. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Personally. I mean, I think I've, I think I've said this on the show before, but I don't really care for the rock. I don't give a shit. I don't think he's a good actor. I don't believe him in his roles. So whatever, if he's going to get a DC movie made cool, if it makes shit tons of money, even better, but at least I get Hawkman and Dr. Fate out of it. Yeah. I, he was good in Moana. But he was just voice acting, like it wasn't actually like him hanging around. Like you didn't see him, but uh, yeah, the his acting in that seemed better than his his acting in any in most live action things for some reason. Yeah, he's he's just one of the he's one of those people that I just don't believe in. in he's just most not real. Things he's play. not a real person. Yeah, like <laughs> he's he's like playing you know Jeff Stevenson, the lawyer mercenary, and I'm like, no, no, you're not. No, you're you're Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, you're a professional wrestler. You need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, maybe he'll be better in a superhero role because I think it lends to that more than you know, mild mannered accountant or some shit. Yeah, and he'll he'll get to be kind of an antihero, and yep. I think if he has his way, he'll probably square off against Superman at some point or Captain Marvel, of course, because you know I guess they are mortal enemies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would assume that they're going to fight at some point, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. So I guess uh, the other the other big movie thing we had was the Suicide Squad sneak peek. James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Yeah, 
And uh, I mean, it didn't like it's a 70s war movie, which is kind of cool. Well, I think they were just saying that to to equate it to what to what it feels like. I don't think it actually takes place in the 70s. Oh, really? Yeah. What? what or at least that's what I got from it. What is a 70s war movie? Like Apocalypse Now? Yeah, yeah. I don't like it's going to uh, be anything like Apocalypse Now. <laughs> yeah. Her full metal jacket. Yeah. I don't know, was that 80s? Like or Platoon? Uh, yeah, late 70s. I think Platoon was 80s. But uh I I would be surprised if this movie has the same feeling of those movies. Yeah. So, not really sure. I mean, it looked like it was set in a war that Yeah, I mean, and they, the they've 70s. got they've got Joel Kinnaman's uh flag and Margot Robbie's um Harley Quinn. Jeez, holy crap. I've got I've got surgery brain. I haven't used it much in the last week. Um and I believe Boomerang is coming back as well. So Yeah, it definitely had Captain Boomerang in there. Yeah, so I mean, it it would be weird for them to take those same characters and transpose them in time unless they time travel. Shit. Yeah, sure, why it's not? It's comic right? books. Though I the costumes looked pretty fucking cool. They looked on point. Yeah, Harley looks so much better than than the Birds of Prey Harley. Yeah. Flag or whatever his name is. His fucking costume looked solidly comic book. Like they didn't Oh, try wait. It. Are are you thinking of uh, John Cena's Peacemaker? Oh, yes, Peacemaker, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he looked, <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. He looked fucking straight up comic book, man. Like they didn't like try and like grittyify him or anything. Nope, he's got like some fucking bright ass colors. Yeah, they they didn't even try to like you know, do like like tight armor lines and nope. stuff like like they always do. They're just like, no, you have a bright T-shirt and some khakis and this silver fucking helmet. They kept the helmet from the comic books. It's amazing. I thought it looked fucking uh, great. It oh, looked- it's so good. And I loved how, how he kind of refers to himself as like a like a douchey Captain America or something yeah. like that. And what? I was like, oh, that's that's going to be so entertaining. I'm I'm really looking forward to this movie. With James Gunn doing it, it's not going to take itself too seriously. Like, it's not trying to be dark and gritty or any of this stuff. So they can get away with having some fucking cheese dick looking comic book, straight comic book looking costumes. And I'm glad that yep. they are. Yeah. I don't know who the polka dot dude was. Um, shit. What was his name? Is, uh, uh, not Crazy Quilt. No. Oh, fuck. I got, I got to look it up real quick because, yeah, no, I, I was stoked to see him. Oh, okay. It appears his name is. The polka dot man. Oh, I knew that. I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, also known as Mr. Polka dot. Uh, I guess he was a, a minor Batman villain from the goofy days. Yeah. Like with calendar man and Sportsmaster and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And crazy quilt. <laughs> I feel like I saw, I saw polka dot man last in like a Superman comic in like the mid aughts. Yeah. So it's cool that he's including shit like that. And, uh, so it should have some good humor. And uh looks like there was plenty of explosions and shit, so uh oh, I got high hopes for it. Yeah, and the and the tagline don't get attached. And you know, Suicide Squad's whole thing is that, you know, these characters can die at a moment's notice. And you know James Gunn is going to take advantage of that, and he's got a big cast, a lot of room for death. I, I hope Polka Dot Man's the only guy that survives. <laughs> <laughs> When it seemed like he was keeping them all fairly squarely human, like I didn't see King Shark or anything in there. See, there there was a dude running around in a mocap suit, and I believe he is King oh, Shark. Okay, yeah, I think King Shark is going to be in it because I like King Shark. I think he's a fucking cool dude, but uh, it, it does kind of. Well, I guess 
yeah, you got everything else going on. It's kind of silly. So why not? Yeah. I mean, have you, have you seen the Harley Quinn cartoon at all yet? I have not. No. I oh, don't. King Shark is in that and he is fucking hilarious. But I mean, they couldn't play King Shark the same way in this movie. Or I guess maybe they could, but I don't know. But, you know, I think we could use uh, Suicide Squad as a launching point into the world of video games. Uh, yes. That, uh, that came out of this. So we've got Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League trailer. Yeah, which, uh, I mean, there's no gameplay footage in it. So no. I'm not even sure, like, what kind of game it is, but it is a Rocksteady game. Yeah. The originators of the Arkham series. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to be kind of doing that same formula because their games definitely kind of became a bit formulaic, but uh, yeah. it was a pretty fun fucking formula. So it didn't bother me a whole lot, um, but you know, just tying yeah. your punches and blocks and, and counters and shit and uh, kicking some ass. Well, and you could see that e like, even though this was just purely a cinematic trailer, like it, it takes place in Metropolis. Brainiac has appeared to take over a bunch of people. And, um, you know, the, the suicide squad had to get from one place to another and it showed like dead shot with a jet pack mm -hmm. and captain boomerang had some weird, like teleporting power or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so it seems like, like they are going to have interesting ways of getting around. So it's not just going to be like GTA, you know, cause Batman had his gliding stuff and his grappling hook. So it worked. It looked like Harlequin had some sort of a grappling hook or something that she was pulling herself around on too. Oh, okay. So the movement looked pretty dynamic. In the Rocksteady games, there wasn't anything that was really like jetpack around shooting people. Yeah. Yeah, it was more like move, fight, move, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually you'd use your grappling hook to like hide real quick and wait for people to get to be convinced that you left. <laughs> and then surprise them. Especially in Asylum. Yeah. 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 And so it was, it was a bit, bit more stealth action in that. So if... If they've innovated on that and have, have something new to add to that formula within the, you know, auspices of being the Suicide tr Squad trying to take out the Justice League, that sounds like it could be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And, you know, like, w after we saw the the the, uh, the poster that just had the target on Superman's head and you're like, what the fuck? Really? And then, you know, you see in the trailer Superman saves a helicopter pilot and then immediately fries him with his heat vision then turns at the Suicide Squad and you're like... Oh, that's okay. That's a good premise. So th this will be, this will be interesting. They're going, they're going whole hog on this because they they straight up had Superman in the trailer killing somebody, frying a dude. Yeah. yeah, and his eyes looked like he had like dark all around his eyes. So I'm assuming he's like mind controlled by something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, if Brainiac, if Brainiac's involved, that totally makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I'm definitely excited to see more of what it is. Um, on, on, a, on the other game front, there was Arkham Knights, which, uh, like as it was going playing, like once I realized it was a video game, cause I wasn't sure if it was like an animated thing or like movie or some shit at first. Cause it just, the, the trailer I saw just kind of started and I was like, oh shit, this is video. And, I, and I'd heard Rocksteady was doing a game. So I thought, okay, is this Rocksteady's new game? Because it seemed very much up th their alley and kind of back into that, that formula. And, uh, but it wasn't. Nope. No, this is WB Montreal who are the, it's the team that took turns with Rocksteady on Arkham games. Like they did Arkham Origins and was there one more between, um, uh, City and Night? I think the only two I played was Asylum and City. So 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I never played Origins. So I meant, or no, I I did play Night. I did have Night for a while, but those Batmobile missions were fucking stupid and pissed me off, and I gave up on the game. <laughs> was that one of the WB Montreal ones? No, I think that was that was Rocksteady. Oh. That was the last one that came out. I mean, it looked cool. Like Batman's dead. You're the Bat family out uh, kicking some ass. Uh, it's cool that you you know you play as Red Hood with some guns. That kind of changes things up a bit. I guess. Yeah, they they all have their their unique little weapons with their bright shiny lights on them. <laughs> yeah, yes, the, not really useful for hiding in the dark of the night, but no. uh, you know, looks cool. Yeah, you can go to a bat rave. Yeah, I mean, my my thing for this is sort of just like, why not? You know, the Arkham games are popular. This one appears to I I didn't I didn't do any deep research into it. I don't know how much research there is to do, but I did see claims of co op. Which I imagine would be um, would just be network co-op because you couldn't do local. Yeah, yeah, it'd be hard to have two, you know, split screen on a game like this. Unfortunately, yeah. But I mean, that that sounds pretty fucking badass because being able to do co-op in an Arkham game was something that I always thought would be pretty cool. Well, you got, I mean, you got four characters here, and they'd really be missing the mark if they didn't do co-op. Yeah. yeah unfortunately, yeah, it would be online co-op but that's kind of cool still i mean it's still fun but i don't know i i kind of lament the loss of local multiplayer you know there's not a lot of games now that allow for it which is weird because our tvs are so much bigger now <laughs> yeah like yeah playing playing a uh, golden eye on a you know 27 inch tv yeah, back in the day exactly like we managed just fine and you just got to get close to the tv now we all got like fucking 60 inch tvs in our house it's like yeah i think we could split this up just fine <laughs> fucking christ now when i when i first tuned in to fandom yesterday morning it was right before this trailer came out and then after the trailer they actually had some gameplay footage that was i don't know like 10 minutes long or so oh cool where it followed Batgirl and I believe uh, uh, Robin was the other one to come in, but it was like a it was like a Red Robin costume. It wasn't the normal Robin one. Like he had he had a different suit than the than the one in the trailer, but it wasn't Nightwing or or Red Hood. Oh, cool! So they so they may have even more Bat Family members in there knocking about, or at least new skin, I, different I, skins. Yeah, I think it was just a skin. Yeah, because he he had the same weapon as Robin. But that's cool. Like you, you could go back and play like, you know, Burt Ward Robin, get the Burt Ward Robin skins or some shit. You <laughs> I know? bet they will too. Like, why not? Chris O'Donnell Robin. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That'd why not? Animated Robin. They'll probably charge you for it, but. <laughs> yeah. I'll just wait for the Ultimate Edition to come, or Game of the Year Edition or whatever it is, because yeah. they always had one of those. Um, but they, they were going, they were going at Mr. Freeze and like he had like frozen the shit out of this skyscraper and stuff. And like, so there's just these like, giant like glacial masts like masses glacial masses there we go like coming like all spikety and shit coming out of the building and it was like busting and you had to grapple up into that shit like it was it was visually impressive i was i was stoked on it like the the scale of it was really really cool yeah in the trailer like it had like nightwing like dodging like fire and blades and shit like it looked like it might have a bit more like action platformer type gameplay in it or something. It wasn't just, you know, go from room to room, beating the shit out of groups of dudes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, once they expanded into city and night, the, the scale got increasingly more grand, you know, like, yeah, if you go back and play asylum, it is just straight up. Like it's, it's almost claustrophobic. Yeah. You know, going back to that. 
They also teased at the end of that trailer the Court of Owls, which was from Batman Comics in the New 52, where it's supposed to be this like like Gotham's most wealthy elite have been controlling Gotham from behind the scenes for years and years, like sort of like a secret society. And they've got these assassins called the uh, the Talons that they keep like cryogenically frozen until yeah. they need to like kill somebody with extreme efficiency. So that's cool. It was kind of creepy at the end there with all that Court of Owls stuff. So I guess just as a as the last little bit, like um, when I was watching that that panel for the DC animation at the very end, they did announce the slate for um this coming year uh the dc's got four animated movies coming out this year or i guess 2021 because man of tomorrow drops in like two days yeah. it's available digital right now which i thought about getting but i'll i'll wait for the disc because i think this is something i want to own and then there's going to be the batman death of the family before the end of the year uh, or death in the family but in 2021 they've got uh batman soul of the dragon which is that one that we talked about yeah um, then they, they're going to have a two-parter uh, for Batman The Long Halloween. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm really interested to see what the art style is since they've left the old one behind. You know, like, let's let's see if they, they do something closer to Tim Sale's style. And then the, the one that I'm stoked about, because I have heard nothing until this announcement, is Justice Society World War II. Oh, cool. Yeah. Justice Society animated movie. Fuck yes. Thank you. Going out to punch Hitler? Yeah. That's when they were supposed to have been active. So I just remember hearing that, like, I think it, for a while in comics, they were talking about, like, Hitler had, like, the Spear of Destiny or something, that, and he had somehow created a magical barrier that they couldn't get into Germany or something like that. Because otherwise, it's like, well, why the fuck didn't you guys go do that? Just go whoop Hitler's ass. It'd be super yeah. easy. So DC Animation next year. Very Batman-y. But we got we got two Superman movies this year, so I guess I can't complain too much. Well, one thing that um, I hadn't heard anything about, and and I think you, since you watched a bit more of it than I did, and probably read more than I did as well, uh, was there any sort of news on like the future of the actual comics section of DC? No. Did they mention anything no, about fuck that? No. Like they they just had the huge shakeup. You know, it's all super uncertain. They just completely ignored the comic side of DC Comics entirely <laughs> through this whole event. Yeah. No, I mean, like, they they said it often enough that, like, oh, you know, this whole event is because you fans have made this possible because you're the best and we want to blow. Like, that's really what it was. Like, it, it was really just, like, just kind of a showcase. Like, hey, everybody, look at this. And but this is for you. Like they didn't they didn't want to actually address any issues or or do anything besides, you know, like superficial, like here, love us sort of things. Get excited. They realize a lot of their fans are fans of the comic books, too, though. Right. Uh, do they? <laughs> Maybe they don't. I don't know. <laughs> They're not worried about that because oh, the comics aren't making potentially a billion dollars. Yeah, it's just kind of, I mean, it it shows where we already thought their priorities were, is where they actually are. Yeah, you know, hopefully something will go into, you know, Fandom 2 in three weeks. Hopefully that, you know, may, maybe that's another reason why they were trying to restructure that, so they could actually put together a package for fans there. I don't know. Hey, we're still going to make comic books. Yeah. Really. We promise. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see the movie, right? Okay, we'll we'll make a comic book for you. 
we'll make you another Batman comic because that will sell. Oh, also, there is word of a uh, Static Shock movie in development because there was a panel um, that featured uh, Reggie Hudlin, who um, uh, is going to be heading up the uh, the returning milestone imprint of DC Comics, which was it was created in the 90s featuring people of color superheroes. And it was spearheaded by uh, African-American creators. Uh, it had like characters like Icon and uh, Hardware and Static. So Static Shock, that's, you know, they had the cartoon series and he was in the Justice League series. That's where that all stemmed from, from the Milestone universe. So there, that is coming back. I saw some uh, promo art for it and it looks really cool. They've changed up Icon's design just a little bit. Yeah, I don't think I ever watched the Static Shock show. Like, I saw him in Justice League here and there, but uh, yeah. I don't think I ever actually watched the show. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't a big fan. I felt like like it, it skewed just a little younger than me at the time, which hasn't always stopped me. But for some reason, I just didn't I didn't get into that. It was kind of at the same time as like that um, shit, that Android character. Fuck, I can't remember his name. Never mind. He sort of uh, crossed paths with like Batman Beyond. Um, never mind. We were like in our early 20s i think when that came out somewhere around there right like, yeah probably something like that so, so i was still watching justice league because that's that's the kind of nerd commitment i had <laughs> but i had no ties to static shock so it didn't get me but yeah if you want to talk to us about anything hit us up at uh email at geeksplorationpodcast.com you can find us on the social medias facebook the geek exploration the podcast page instagram geek exploration podcast or Twitter at GeeksplorePod. Yeah, if you enjoyed the show, uh, go give us a review. We want you to do that. Um, and uh, I don't know what our theme song is going to be for this. We're going to use the normal one. We're going to use the debrief one. It might be Celebration, or it might be Cruising for Goblins. Either way, it's by the illustrious Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Till next time. Bye. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>